What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hustling Sideways podcast. I'm Alan Hallis. I'm a music writer. And I'm Jim Love, and I'm a... Uh, Oh my god! I forgot what I did. I'm a I'm a keynote and motivational speaker, and my brain just shut off for a second. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. It's been a long day. Yes, it has. Um, and we are here talking about people's side hustles and passions and all of those sorts of things. We sure are things you do on the it. side. Yeah, yes. yeah. Not not your day job, but your your fun job. Yes. Well, your day job could also be fun, but but your fun thing you do on the side. I'm gonna dig myself a hole in that one. But that's fine. Um, either way, we're happy to be here. Um, it is also that weird. So it's July 14th today, which is not gonna be the day you're gonna be listening to this. But it's that weird moment when sports like there's not a whole lot going on right now and i've been world. watching a lot of um, nba summer league nba summer league yes. <laughs> uh, i get up real early in the morning and the fiba world cup the international <laughs> basketball uh, tournament she is happening yeah uh wimbledon just happened and ESPN, that's it espn and literally will text me breaking news wimbledon's going on and i'm like that's not that's not really breaking. There's probably some it. golf, and <laughs> that's about it. Golf. So yeah, but it's and unless in my baseball team stinks. I'm a White Sox my, fan. My baseball uh, team is are, doing okay. Are much better, uh, and I'm, I'm a Brewers fan too. When it comes down to it, but it's just that that weird. And we haven't had that moment because I feel like COVID threw off all the schedules, and now the schedules are back to normal in a sense. Yeah, like for sporting wise, and that's just I just it's a gripe I have. We're in a drought. I we watched. Are. I definitely Thoughts watched. And uh, yeah. The other day, I definitely watched. It was Syria versus like Iran in basketball. Was it a war or a no? Oh, no, it was, no, a, basketball, it was a, basketball a basketball game. game. Okay, it was a basketball sure. game. Yeah, so that's <laughs> a hell of a game. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know who won, but I'm glad everyone made it out I'm, safe. I'm glad they did too. Applause for that. We, yes. yeah, we lost the applause button. Uh, we never had it. We never had it. Pedro uh, had it, but we didn't we have it. a great guest on the show today. We do. Um, he is a teacher by day. But then he is also a, the promoter and owner of Mondo Lucha, uh, which is a, a wrestling and variety show uh, based here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin as well. Jay Gilke, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you. Thank Hello. you for having welcome, me. Welcome, Jay. Appreciate and, it. <laughs> uh, I've been excited to do this one because I'm a Mondo Lucha fan. I have grew up watching wrestling um, since I was a little kid, basically. Yes. Um, Same, too. Like, I love, love it. It's I was the there. Wa- I watched it a lot, fell out of it, and then came back to it. Right around the time that you guys were really kind of doing sure. your thing, right? Um, but before I get too far into it, what explain Mondo Lucha to us? Um, in a nutshell, in a nutshell, it's always. <laughs> I mean, it's basically. I've always said it. Uh, Andy Gorzalski, who's my business partner, we're co-owners with Mondo. This is kind of like our love letter to professional wrestling, mm-hmm. and um, we're. This is our fourteenth year uh, going through it, and um, we always wanted to bring wrestling to the people in a quote-unquote cool way okay. i guess i mean yeah. i i mean i i not not to sound derogatory but like hipsters or cool people whatever you want to say we all this is something we've always loved right and not even just we didn't just love it um two guys fighting in underwear or whatever but like there's psychology <laughs> the behind the scenes like it's a real crazy crazy business mm-hmm. to yeah. be involved with for sure very seedy very i mean not the great and like not the nicest people you're gonna meet in your mm-hmm. life right um but uh we've always loved wrestling and we were just like how can we do this how could we bring this to milwaukee in some capacity that uh we can show everybody the great stuff the great things about wrestling the things that make it fun but then at the the same time still appeal to that kind mm-hmm. of cooler crowd mm-hmm. that you know that hip crowd going to concerts and and right. that and so we were aware that in california um lucha vavum was going on okay. which was uh they were doing lucha uh, mexican wrestling matches mm-hmm. with burlesque performers mm-hmm. oh, and uh every now and then they would swing out of 
California, they'd maybe hit Chicago once every couple of years or whatever, but it wasn't, I mean, it was very regional. Yeah. So, um, you know, we took that and said, okay, well, that's cool. Cause there was at that point in Milwaukee, there was kind of a, a burlesque scene was starting to form. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, it's about 2008. And so we're like, well, you know what? It's starting to form here. We could start doing that. And then, uh, you know, bring that in. But let's make ours different. Let's add music. Let's add local music to it. Yeah. That. And that became the big part of it. And we and then we started thinking of it not so much as a wrestling show or a burlesque show or a vaudeville show. As it's like, it's like Saturday Night Live almost, but the wrestling is the skits yeah. that go on. And yeah. then, with, then with the musical act and the burlesque and then just trying to incorporate other parts into it. And um, it started off strong. We actually teamed up uh pulling pull the curtain back a little bit we're like well how do we get our foothold in the city how do we get people to take notice mm-hmm. of us yeah so we actually contacted the brew city bruisers oh the roller yeah, derby yeah. team here and said um hey we're doing this we'd love for you guys to be involved okay because if you're involved with this like that gear that's that crowd that's the crowd we're going that's for fun. just right, that yeah. kind of you know uh, that just this is the group of people that we want the tattoos, we want the punks, we want the people that want to go to concerts, have fun, just have a blast. Yeah. And um, they were good. They weren't, at first, they, they were great to work with once we started working with them, but there were definitely some people that were like, we don't know, because yeah. we're doing a real sport. And I agree, You yes, you are, you're actually playing a real sport. Yeah. But if you've got people out doing roller derby and they've all got fake names... yeah. It's basically and, then it's, it's basically wrestling, not that and far I did, from it. and I yeah. didn't mean to be, and I and I didn't want, and, and and here's the other thing too, I was raised on roller derby, the yeah. LA Thunderbirds yep. and Georgia Haas, and like all like, and the, the the roller derby that I knew was just that crazy. It was all that was all scripted as well, totally. pretty much yeah. back in, yeah. in the day, yeah. and um, and we found it interesting that a lot of the roller derby girls, uh, the current era, had no idea about that stuff, right. <laughs> So there was like having not to defend our stance, but to kind of be like, hey, look, we respect roller derby, we respect what you're doing, we think what you're doing is awesome, but you're not that far off from what we're doing yeah, or right. what we want to do. And then, uh, and our big promise is like, we'll never make you look bad. Yeah. Like, if anything, you're going to make us look bad. Like, you'll right. beat up our guys. Yeah. yeah. That's just, you know. And so they agreed and they were very gracious. And we brought some of them in to train. Awesome. And th- that, we would take a full size television. I'm mean, 2008, right? Flat right. screens and things like that yeah, aren't yeah. around. Yeah, like a huge, a giant yeah. television with a VHS tape or a burned DVD to the roller derby bouts of just pictures of luchadors and burlesque performers. Okay, and that was your ad. And we stood. They let us stand inside oh the building, gosh. and they people while they were standing in line to get in would see this video. Yeah, and then we're like, we're selling the tickets. And people, we just, and that's how we initially that's how got started. That's how it got started. For those who are younger than like twenty five, that sounds like ancient history. Crazy, yeah, like, like, right? Like, like you a burned DVD. Yeah, yeah right. that's amazing. So anyhow, I'm yeah. sorry to make that long, but like, no, but that great. was like it. That was like how we began. Like that was, and then, <laughs> and then also just having a bit of like uh, just being stupid, brave. Like if you think mm-hmm. about something too much, you won't do it. Yeah. To book Turner Hall. Right, I, just to be a like seven hundred person like, venue from the jump. Let's hey, we'll just book this and yeah. let's see what how, happens. How far into this did it? Like, like when, when, when did you book Turner Hall versus when you started? Uh, well, we this? booked it first. Like that was the first thing I did because wow. I used yeah. to be in a band, so I sure. knew all about like just making sure having the venue first is yeah. the major thing. Yeah. yeah. So it was like 
lock down the venue first and then going online and seeing all these great pictures of Turner Hall that they had and then taking those to the wrestlers and being like, this is what we're going to try to do. Right. Now all the wrestlers locally are used to working in like bowling bingo alleys halls. and bingo yeah, halls yes. and like small, I mean, even no offense, bingo hall is being gracious. Like Knights of Columbus. Like Knights of like Columbus. Like, yeah, halls. like, the, the like you can jump up and touch the ceiling type yeah. things, right? Yeah. And I'm showing them a two-story balcony giant stage lighting rig. Like, well, this is what we want to do. Yeah. And all the wrestlers are like, yeah, sure. We'll see about that. Right. <laughs> you know, so that so, was kind of wild. Yeah, that's an amazing backstory as to how it started. When did you start watching wrestling? I mean, <laughs> I remember it as like I, what as early as possible. Sunday mornings <laughs> was AWA, okay. All-Star oh, Wrestling. Yeah. And my sure. dad would watch it like with me. Yep. So I just, yeah, I was raised on that. Um Never really saw live events though. My dad never took me to live events. Okay. Which I don't know why, but yeah. like, but I still, but it was always there. You yeah. know, it was always. And then it's like you go through your life. I, I mean, a great, I remember being nine, 10 years old, 11 years old. And there was a match on TV, Sergeant Slaughter versus the Iron Sheik. And it was on Monday night, like their, whatever their wrestling show was on WWF on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Okay. And my friend that lived three houses down wanted me to sleep over. But at that point, I was embarrassed that I was watching wrestling. It was kind of right. it kept it a little bit. <laughs> so I knew that match was coming on. And while I was hanging out with my friend at his house, said, I have to run home. I'll be back in like 20 minutes. Okay. And then watch the man is watching the match and waiting for it to come on. And then my friend's knocking at the door like, hey, are you coming? When, what's going on? And I'm trying to like, <laughs> yeah, so like, okay. so there was like almost a little bit of shame. Right. In yeah, that. that came yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah, that came with it. So like, then you discover skateboarding and girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you know, and doing whatever you do, and you're still, it becomes you. You watch it, but it's fun. Like it's almost funny. It's ironic yeah. that oh yeah, oh look, you know what's going on, right? But you're yeah. like, it just happens to be on. Oh yeah, look at that Ultimate Warrior, ha ha ha, whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, you're still like, ah, I still like this. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. I feel the, like you're you're hitting my exact life story. You're telling it. Yeah, no, yeah. but this is. I mean, I really feel like this is the. And then and then what happens is and. Uh, Maybe we'll deviate here, but like then it goes away because you're in your like late teens, early twenties. You're going out, whatever. Yep. And then you discover ECW. Right. Oh my god, yeah, you are literally telling like, my life story. Because yeah, then, then it's cool, and it's they're yeah. playing White Zombie as the intro music, and guys are going through tables and yeah. blood and fire. Yeah. And then now you're having friends come over to your house because you're ordering tapes right. offline. Yep. They're Check this out. They're like, well, this is wrestling. I'm like, yeah, but this guy's about to get hit in the head with a chair so hard the chair is going to bend in half. Yeah. And then, <laughs> or like, they just stacked up three tables, lit them on fire, and a guy jumped onto yeah. the balcony. And they're yeah. just like, I don't wow. know. So, yeah. so then ECW becomes part of your life. And then you're into to that. And then you and then that's when the the wrestling boom of the Steve Austin and the Attitude yeah, Era. That was, right. that was like that, like when I was like my apex when I was twelve. Right. Yeah. And then that, that became cool. And yeah. then that's when it was. So and then, then then at that point it was cool. Yeah. Sure. Like and you that know, was. It's funny you mentioned not going to live events. My my dad took me to one live event because we were begging him, like begging to go. Oh, I want to see WWF. He took us to WCW. Yeah. And and it was at United Center in Chicago. And I made a sign. And that this is like the dumbest sign ever. I was twelve. Keep that in mind. But it was Steve Nash and Macho Man, and I said Nash can smash Macho Man, and that was a sign and I they, held up. They ran it on TV, and, of course. And, and I was got on a jumbotron, and uh, it was it was like the that's pretty of my amazing. Life. But it was my dad, me and my dad, and my brother, we won, and I it was like it was they they, they had a like a dance competition. It was so bizarre. I yeah. wanted to go to WWF, but my dad took me to WCW. But that was like 
I'm like Monday nights, like the Apex. It was right. Raw. Right. Oh my gosh, that was so fun. Yeah. You hear Stone Cold's glass breaking, the rock right. comes out, Mick Foley. I mean, did Degeneration that whole, X. That, that was, whole era. The, that was Every, awesome. And everybody awesome. was watching. Oh, the, yeah. I, the, the next day in school, between Pokemon cards, that was what we were talking about. <laughs> there you go. You know, and one yeah. of those has come back. But yeah. yeah. But you really don't, but I mean, you watch, or like I can remember, I mean, people just walk around mm-hmm. like the suck it or the Austin three sixteen And like, yeah. it was everywhere. You couldn't go to anything without seeing no. that. It and was literally it was great. Great. It overtook the whole world. And yeah. it felt good. Like it kind of felt good. Cause like, cool. Now I'm not like hiding like, I'm not hiding in the shadows. The yeah, that be vindicating it. for you to not, to not have that. Yeah. In part anymore. I, I think so. Um, and I, I think for a lot of wrestling fans, but then it's like, and not to, um, here's the old wrestling man and me. I'll kind of <laughs> dump on the new stuff. Like now with the new stuff, I enjoy it. The thing that's ruining it for me for the new wrestling is the fans because there's a level of um, I always call them like they all seem like the comic book guy from The Simpsons. Like they yeah. know everything, yeah. and it's like you can't even be like, "Hey, I like wrestling," because then they want to like one up you with yeah. like some fact. They want the know. blood type of the uh, right, 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 or something. right. Yeah. And then that also gets difficult for me because being a promoter and actually working in the business and knowing a bunch and like yeah. I have friends on TV now. Every yeah. week. Yeah. And I have people want to tell me that I don't know what I'm talking right. about. Give me a break. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the wrestlers uh, from Mondo Lucha have, you know, have gone on to AEW and some WWE, I think, yeah. as well. And, yeah. And we brought some back. Yeah. Know, from that Is too, it mostly so. local wrestlers or are you pulling in people well, from everywhere? I pull in from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy and I do a good job of kind of seeing what's going on nationally mm-hmm. out there. And we've had some international wrestlers come in too from Mexico and that as well. Awesome. But um, but for the most part, it's um, if you want to see local wrestling, to me, I'm always like, you can just go to a local show, and that's your yeah, favorite. Yeah, totally. And we kind of we do a little bit of hand picking the ones that we uh, think can really benefit or, or mm-hmm. can benefit us to use them, and then and they also know what's going on, right? So there are, I mean, there's a there's a lot of good local wrestlers. There really are. Mm. Do we have spots for everybody also becomes the issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you guys only do one show, one main show a year. Yes, yes. Um, and, and it's at Turner All. You guys also do some kind of one-offs here and there. Well, yeah, well, um, we were, so we'll do um, Weird Fest, which is with uh, Mobcraft Brewery. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and they've been cool because they did Mondalucha beer for two years in a row. Sweet. So oh, that yeah, was super did. awesome. That's right. I forgot about and that. And so, uh, yeah, we'll do Weird Fest. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we've been tied into Taco Fest, which is uh, at... I think Milwaukee Magazine or on Milwaukee or somebody bought uh, them I think now. On Milwaukee, is yes, on Milwaukee? Yeah. yeah. So on Milwaukee bought them, and um, we've been doing that though for the last like five or six years, which mm-hmm. is kind of derivative. That's the thing that, if I can point this out too, is that, and this ties in, I guess, with everything, is that, um, the name is Mondo Lucha, right? But we're not Mexican wrestling, and we're not claiming to be Mexican yeah. wrestling, right? Yeah. And it's if you more look of at the, the variety, show it's the variety show, and it's like rather than just saying like, "Hey, fun wrestling," how do you make give it a name that has something that catches? Yeah, and I think about the there were a lot of movies made back in the nineteen seventies and sixties, like Mondo Topless, Mondo Bizarro, where yeah, they were like yeah, exploitation right. movies, like going into the. Um, I mean, and then there's some like crazy ones like Shocking Asia, yeah. and that where it's like stuff where it's like to taboo subjects right, that right, us right. Westerners weren't supposed to know. So we took Mondo in that sense, like kind of like this, because it also means world, but like just kind of like, it's just that it has that connotation that goes with it. Like, yeah. ooh, this is like this weird exploitation. Yeah, yeah. And then rather than say wrestling, turn Lucha, into Lucha. Yeah. And it worked and it fit. And at first we didn't mind being pigeonholed as like 
Mexican wrestling, but at, but yeah. we're not, and we're not trying to appropriate it. We're just right. trying to create our own thing, and this is just what happens. What the yeah. name happens. Yeah, to, you know? very cool. Now, I think everyone that has watched wrestling for a certain amount of time goes, "Man, I wish I could buy a ring," or "Man, I wish I could get in there yeah. and run yeah. the ropes," or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Except for my sons, who don't care. Really, oh. I've said this for the longest. <laughs> If you told me when I was their age, well, now they're they're in their late teens, but if you would have told me when they were kids, or like if I was 10 years old and yeah. your dad was like, you want to come jump in the ring before the wrestlers Absolutely. get in it? That'd be like someone right now saying, yeah. like, do you want to go to the moon? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes, in want, a heartbeat. Yeah. Do you want yeah. money? Yeah. Right, right. And my two sons couldn't care less. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, yeah. But how did you get to the point where you made the jump and you were like, yeah, I I really do want to buy the ring or or rent the ring or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I do want to, you know, like go really go full reality. speed ahead. Yeah. yeah. I think um and this is going to I hope this is going to come off kind of junky. I and I apologize to it to the pro, other the promoter cuz I won't refer him to by name, but like <laughs> we went to a uh, a wrestling show for my friend's birthday. Okay. And while watching it realizing wow this is terrible production <laughs> okay this is horrible like you, like nothing made sense mm-hmm. um why is there a real skinny guy with a cowboy hat and a leather jet or a leather vest yeah. that looks like he's 21 years old <laughs> why is he managing a 300 pound guy in a russian outfit Okay, so everybody had their own character, but nothing went Nothing together. was cohesive. Yeah, that doesn't add up. Like, nothing made yeah, sense. You can't even, like, detach that from... It's that. right. It's and it's like, just like, just oh, weird. it's all... And then it's just like, oh, you're all just doing this. Yeah. You're yeah. all just... And, you know, and the guys that were in the ring working were great. Yeah. They were really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. I actually and, love that, though, that you see something and you're like, I could do this better. Then that was kind of it. <laughs> I think that's great. Why but... can't we could do this and we could do yeah. this so much better? Yeah. And it's like... And so, like, things that really disappoint us... And with you, you music, right? Mm-hmm. Like thinking about like if you, you went and saw Rage Against the Machine, they're not out at the merch stand selling their merch, are they? No. Right. So our concept is like we can do this, give them a real like quote unquote sorry quote unquote professional mm-hmm. setting. Mm-hmm. Totally. You stay backstage. You don't go out and fraternize with the crowd. Yeah. You, you're like you are part of the show. The problem in the mindset of a lot of the local independent wrestlers is they want to have their match and then they want to go walk in the crowd and talk to their friends and say, did I do okay? Yeah, right. Did How I do it? all right? How yeah. Was or, I okay? Yeah, or get their name out there somehow yeah. and be like, I'm yeah. this guy. Because that, that level of right. promotion for them has to feel like they need to be like right. face-to-face. But right. it is, yeah. it's and so the, I'm the get, show. Is so the we want to be like, look, you're part of the show. Yeah, that's And like, we're, you know, we're like, wow, because like then that the mystique is gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the whole, like, that's the, I couldn't think of the word, but like right. that really is... Like the detachment again, where you're like, this is really right. a thing. Or you get into or it. look at outfits. Yeah. A guy comes yeah. to like we only allow we we actually have a rule. There's two guys that work for us that those are the only guys we allow to wear t-shirts in the ring when they wrestle because it's the, they're great wrestlers and they're awesome dudes. Yeah, and it works for their character. Mm-hmm. Other than that, everybody else is going to be wearing tights, boots, clown outfit for some guy. You know, like yeah, a they, monkey outfit, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. They're going to be wearing outfits because to me, when I go and watch wrestling, I want to see things that I can say, I would never do that. Right. I would never just wear a little Speedo with some boots. You don't want to look like, yeah, have people that look like they're just guys off the street. Just guys, yeah. right, exactly. Guys wearing like the Asics wrestling shoes with kick pads yeah, and then like right, long right. basketball shorts. Like, yeah. I could do that. Yeah. I don't want to do, like, I don't want to see that. I want to see people that, like, they're fully committed to their 
outfits and their you know and their gear and that they look good and so andy and i've always said like like we want to make this as professional as possible so yeah andy and i are at this wrestling show with our friend (laughs) and we're just like this is yeah sad (laughs) the honky tonk man was there okay okay so and they say legend right he was probably there doing an appearance yes and you could be his manager for his match that night but Uh it was like hey Top bid becomes Honky's manager for the night. Okay. And so me and the three other guys I'm with are pooling our money together. Because we're like, for Ryan's birthday, we're going to... Make him the manager. Make him the manager. And it's like, because the birthday we knew were going out. I'm like, okay, so I've got $75. What do you got? I got $75. Okay, what do you got? Oh, And we're like, okay, we've got 300 bucks. Luckily, it won't go higher than that. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think it went for? I'm going to say like 125 50 bucks. Oh, oh my goodness. So nobody wanted to even wow. shell the money well, out. No, but that, it, I don't know what it was, but we didn't even – we felt so sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that we were like, we're not even going to bid. Go. Uh, it's yeah. not even worth – like, really? That's it? Yeah. Because even like then we're sitting there thinking the joke would have been standing up and going like, $300. Yeah. Right. Like a movie. Yeah. right, right, right. And But then we're like, well, if he only – and he's going to do it for that. So, so that, you know what I mean? So like, th- that's the stuff where I'm like, wow, this all this seems kind of low rent. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I yeah. like, like, I like how that, that sparks a level of frustration about something you're passionate about. Right. Cause I feel like if I, like as a speaker, if I saw like someone who's just a crap speaker, I'd be like, I could do it so much better. And then like, that's what gets you into doing it. Like, right. it almost, like you needed that moment to actually be like, this, right. this is what I can do. And I know I can do it better than that. Right. And it's important. It's- and we knew we could, I mean, cause Andy has a, I mean, Andy's, brilliant he's mm-hmm. a, such a smart guy and like when you look at like all of our promotional stuff Andy's the one that does all the promotion like, yeah, and yeah. he and it's like it's great like i mean i couldn't ask for a better partner uh, mm-hmm. on this and uh we, he has a great eye again being just kind of doing bands and doing things and just being a performer in general it was like yeah we can do so much better it's easy the renting the ring that's the mm-hmm. easy part then right that becomes the easy part. Yeah. It's everything else that's the hard part, you know? And that and so that's we just kind of took it and ran with it at that moment. And that's why for a long time, and I mean, I still think there are people that dislike us in Milwaukee, but they dislike us out of jealousy. And I'm not trying to sound pompous, but like, no, listen, no, that's understandable. Yeah. I'm the same way with concerts where yeah. like mm-hmm. I have seen events and things that have been put on with way more dollars behind it that have been awful. Right. And I'm like, I know that I can do this better. Mm-hmm. Right. And and so, I mean, I have done stuff where I've been like, okay, well, if they're going to do their thing, I'm going to make sure my thing blows that out of the way. Absolutely. And yeah. you do get Absolutely. driven. Well, it's funny because yep. like, there's, a, there's a level of healthy pettiness to that. Yeah. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, you know what? Right. I could do it. And I, I have that a lot where I'm like, I, I could... I think I could pull this off. And then you put more of your determination to it and you actually live it out, which is important. Well, and it's funny too because we had one of the promoters actually reach out to Turner Hall to tell them that they shouldn't work with us. Oh. Because this promoter who met me once was like, this guy's really shady. He's got a very shady background. Yeah. But what he didn't realize, he was talking to Mark Solheim, who I've been friends with for 25 years. (laughs) Yeah. So you clearly knew your character, knew who you were. And knew that, right, that, right, right, yeah. Right. But so the thing—that's how petty it was. Yeah, like trying to get that's wild, yeah. Or like here's an, another interesting situation, and is we were doing Mexican fiesta mm-hmm. uh, for a, a number of years, and um, the picture like crazy crowds. It was huge. Yeah, it was insane. It was an absolute blast. Without going into numbers, a local wrestling promoter came in and told them they could do the exact same show for 25% of the cost that we were charging. 
Okay. Sure. Right. That, yeah. It's not okay. even like a. I mean. And then they did. They they didn't well, win that well, out. Well, but Mexican Fiesta comes to us and says, "Well, they say they can do it for this much." And I said, "Well, if I told you, I uh, like if you were getting Ricky Martin, mm-hmm. and I told you I could get Ricky Martin for twenty five percent of that cost, would you believe me?" Right. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. I, like this, and it, it doesn't even be make, the same. And it's so biz- Like it's such a big discrepancy. That like is, they were yeah. so bad. That they didn't even know how much we were making. Yeah. That when they came in with their lowball offer, it was so low, it was laughable. Well, that's yeah. The thing. Like, like there's there's a level of validity to that, and like that passes. Like, oh, come on, guys. Right. You know, that, and that's and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, but that that they they would have done anything to mm-hmm. ruin that and get that. And yeah. again, the the production factor that comes right. in of saying, you know, like you're going to put on a show. That people are going to remember. Right. It's going to be a quality show. It's not right. going to be guys in t-shirts, just yeah. glorified backyard stuff. All right. How, right how long does an evening last for? Like when you guys when you guys do this? Like just a regular, like yeah. the main show. Yeah. <laughs> if we're good, uh, two and a half hours. Okay. If we're uh, if we go long, it's gone like three, three and a half. Okay. Which is yeah. the worst. We hate that. <laughs> yeah. We want to be. We want the doors open, or we want the, the doors at seven. Show at eight. And then we want to be done by ten, between ten thirty and eleven mm-hmm. at the latest. Yeah. Okay, that's our that's our the so kind of like yeah, just catch attention spans yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, like, I mean, but you've been there, so you know it's like it's constantly it turns it's, over. It, yeah, it, it turns it's over so fast. Yeah. And we and when we like, and I always tell the musicians that this is the always the the heartbreaking thing with musicians is I say, you guys kind of are like the bathroom break. Yeah, not trying to be rude. It's, yeah, it's true. Though. But you guys are the bathroom break because there's not they're not in the ring mm-hmm. and they're off to the stage right. and so yeah they get like a song but right. in that song you see people go to the bar right. and whatever. right but and some people you know, are into it but, but they open the show so they mm-hmm. get the great pop of the open of the show like yeah. that's and then they get in the middle they do their one other song mm-hmm. and then they close the show with two songs yeah. And they get, I mean, and then that's a spectacle because then everyone's dancing around them, and it's just <laughs> yeah. Like and you guys bring like, everybody to the ring for yeah, the end of it, right. so it's a party at that point. Exactly, and so and it's a, I mean, We've never had a band complain, yeah, or be like, "Why well, didn't like oh that no no one was paying attention." They are paying attention, mm-hmm. yeah. But it is the time when it's just like it's that you have to have those decompression yeah. moments. You're just like enjoying yeah. it rather right. than like very focused. Yeah, on. yeah. yeah. and I think you do a great job of getting people that get it, getting bands that understand what they're you know what they're right. in there for. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and bands that kind of are, are a little quirky themselves absolutely that they're like this fits our brand too we had um <laughs> this is funny we did have one performer many years ago that um they came like for they came off for the big ending yeah and it's supposed to be always the triumphant we told them like play the like your most rah-rah song yeah and they played like a slow song and we're like this is our new single and it was a <laughs> and it was like, was like slow, and you're like, "This I is can lame." Be your hero, baby. Right, right, right. It was really, it was, yeah, it was very off. And Andy has the greatest thing he once told me. He's like, "Like, if you have on a sparkly hat, why put another sparkly hat on top of it?" Oh, that's very true. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, how many hats are you going to wear? Yeah. How much? I like. How much mm-hmm. can you make something fun, fun or weird, weirder? Yeah. yeah. And I'm always, and if it. And I take the wrestling seriously in the sense that I mean, there's comedy and there's uh, there's mm-hmm. stuff in it, but I take it seriously in the sense that there are rules like, unless you're a burlesque performer or unless you're res- involved with wrestling, like you shouldn't be in our wrestling ring. Mm-hmm. I play yeah. that up all the time. So like when somebody comes in the ring that's not a wrestler, they will usually get beat up in right. some capacity because you're on sacred. 
yeah totally. ground and sacred territory yeah. and so we do we have a lot of rules like that and with the bands the big rules it's like don't dress quirky don't be goofy bring your best most energetic fun stuff yeah um and just be yourselves but don't try to add something to it because it's not needed mm. yeah we've got it we've We've got the quirky and the crazy. Yeah. Right. We've got it covered. Yeah. Just come and rock your songs as best you can. Yeah, that's good. It reminds me, I do, I do an event for, for Marquette every year for like homecoming and, and we have it like at a bar and, and we just want to play music and we're always asked if we want like a DJ and I'm like, we don't need a hype man. Like, right. This is like a fun, right. we don't need a guy like, all right, everybody, you know, like, let's yeah. go. Those I'm like, people just are excited enough and as is. And it's always like a funny thing because the bar we go to is a, like a party bar. It's downtown and like, that's what they're used to. But I always have to make the distinction of like, Tell me who you're gonna bring because I don't need the guy shouting right. the whole time. We're enjoying ourselves, just so yelling at everybody, like, say, like you know, like to just uh, let that go and and be be yourself, right? right? But but right. don't but don't bring this extra level right. that we don't need. It's for like it. curating a party, exactly, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, yeah. and telling them to like put your best foot forward. If you're not gonna wear a purple boa next time you go play <laughs> right. at wherever, no, then don't wear, wear don't don't exactly. wear like don't yeah, just be yourself, mm-hmm. and you like you'll get over huge with our crowd just being yourself. Yeah, yeah. so. We briefly touched on this a little bit, but having wrestlers that are now, you know, going on to that next level and going and doing TV and winning titles, uh, Thunder Rosa yeah, is right, right. the AEW Women's Champion. She was awesome. I saw her for the first time at Mondo Lucha. Yeah. Um, how did you initially go about getting like these indie acts that are, you know, making waves when you might have had not a lot to go <laughs> off of, you know, to say, like, right. hey, we're this new thing. Well, you we go, do one show a year. Right. You walk. I mean, you, you literally, that's the pounding the pavement. Going to shows in Chicago, going to see wrestling in Chicago, going to Green Bay, going you know, going to the indie shows in Milwaukee, and I can understand some people would be upset if we showed up at an indie show and we didn't take everybody, you know, or like we show like I get it, or like, and you know, promoters would get wind that we were there and we're not stealing anybody, none of that. It's it's just everyone's independent contractors; they work for whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, slowly but surely, you just start hearing names, meeting people. And yeah. a lot of times, I mean, there's a couple of them where it's like by by hook or by crook, it just works out. Right. And you're like, whoa, this is... Somebody that ends up going on to do something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, say... What would you consider like, the most important piece of what you're looking for in a, in a wrestler? Is it, their, is it a culture fit? Is it a personality thing? Is it the show they I put I mean, it's on? every... It's the, like package, the package of the person. Yeah. And you... I mean, and it's kind of like... Think, uh, think about doing fantasy football or fantasy basketball mm-hmm. or whatever you would do. Like, who are those pieces that you need to fill those spots, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So if I have one guy that comes out like a demented clown, I probably don't need two. But yeah, would right, they work together right. as a great tag team? Possibly. Let's think about that. You know yeah. what I mean? Or um, I have a uh, – they call them body guys, like the guys that are all just jacked, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I, you know, we got a body guy in this match, and he's just like a big, strong guy. But we also have a body guy that can do flips and do all the high uh, high spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that works out. How do you – like, what do we need? Where does it work? And how do those pieces kind of connect? Do, does anyone together? have to change anything about them, like their act when you – uh, So – uh, if we come up with a character, yeah, like there are like some. If, if you ask them to evolve a little bit, or like yeah, to... we will. Well, we will because I just don't want to. Like, here's like the laziness of it. Like I don't want to deal with getting anybody's music, so I'm just like, oh, we'll yeah. get music. We'll, I'll play whatever. Like a great example, <laughs> is like John Morrison working for WWE came in for us, and he was our champion. And he's like, "Do you want my music?" I'm like, "No, I'll, we've got stuff aside that I think will work for you." And he's yeah. like, kind of like. Really? Yeah, right. And I'm like, just trust me. Like, I'm not, you're not coming out to a waltz. Right. You know, like, you're going to come out to something good. And so, um, and we went, uh, 
our one of our production staff, Eric Arsenal, who's this local just amazing dude. Yep. Um, he helps us so much with editing music and things mm-hmm. for the show and the video packages. So um, I'm like, I love that opening riff in the song "Unsung" by Helmet. That da na na, yeah, da na na. And I'm and I can you just like put that on a loop, right? And then drop in like part of the verse and then into the and he's like, oh yeah, and he does it in like three seconds because oh, so he's amazing. Cool. And he just and then is, so yeah. John, I see John come out to like you know I'm announcing yeah. him. And the music starts playing, and he walks out on stage, and he just stands there for a second, and he just like, like, like All right. kind of bobs, because he knows. And yeah. then we get backstage after the match, and he's like, that was really good music. Yeah, that worked for us. He was like, that was great. I'm like, right, yeah. Like, that's like, we have our vision yeah. on how we want, you know, that's like cool. how we want it and to be. And then he goes into the waltz after that. Right, right. And then <laughs> so, it's a, it's yeah. a Wouldn't very Wouldn't that be slow. an amazing prank? It would be, like, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Exactly. Just something like super, uh, super weird. But like, cool. so we, like, we will create our characters. If we have something, if we have guys, we've tried stuff. If stuff, do, like, sometimes stuff works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but most guys, now I'm at the point where it's like most people that we try to get are so established, it's hard for you to actually you right. don't want to change they, they, them. they come with the with right. what they have yeah, yeah or there's amazing sense. gimmicks like space monkey he uh i mean he comes out and he's got the astronaut helmet and he looks like a monkey it's great <laughs> and he's from canada and he's been around the indie scene for quite a few years okay but what's cool is and i always laugh with him about this because people locally who don't know him think that that's something we've created. I was going to say, I totally thought that that was a Mondo Lucha no, original. No, that was really and I shouldn't thing. have said it, no, but, but no, but seriously, but he's a great dude. And like, those are kind of the, those are the benefits sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of some of the things that happen where we're able to go like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, like someone said to us, like, um, can you believe your Serpentico character made it to AEW? Like, it was not our oh, character. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was not our character. Just a cool dude that we've worked with a bunch of times. Yeah. Like, right. And it's like, but we we're lucky enough to kind of hear who's doing what, where, and yeah. get guys. I mean, that show that you're talking about, that Thunder Rosa was on, that was the last show before COVID. Thunder Rosa, Melanie Cruz, Shotzi Blackheart, yes, John Morrison, Serpentico, yeah. wow. Darius Martin, all signed. Yeah, all landed like, in like AEW yeah. and WWE. Right. Yeah. All like well. Yeah. So that's what I mean. So it's like it's kind of it's cool, but it's crazy. And then when you have people that mildly follow wrestling actually turn on TV and see one of the people that you work with on there. Yeah. That really, really cool. like it's like yeah. it's kind of it's indicating really it's cool. Yeah. Very gratifying yeah, to be like yes, awesome. like yeah. ah, this is working. Right. You know, yeah. it's well, like it's like it's the, validation. You, know, yeah. you created something that people like, and now they're taking their career to the next level. Totally. It's really yeah. awesome. So it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So. Are you finding turnover? Like, like, how often does that happen? People get signed. Boy, that's yeah. I mean, it, right now it's a little bit tricky because so many people are signed. Mm-hmm. Like that's become the problem. Yeah. And then so many yeah. people get signed. So what happened is a bunch of people got released, and now those people all think they're worth a lot of money. Yeah, because they ju- <laughs> because just they just got the released, time. and yeah. then a bunch of other people just <laughs> got signed. So now the, the the ones that can work, like people for you can work with from AW NWA. Um, impact like those we can get those guys but because they're on tv then their prices like everybody's prices kind yeah, of go that. up go because up. of that yeah. yeah um so part of what we talk about on the show is balancing like the the side hustle with the regular yes. business mm-hmm. so being a, a teacher as well yeah <laughs> when do you start writing the show for the fall for mandalucha because it's every fall yeah so. january we start going into it like okay. we really, that's when we really do our thing as sure. far as just because then you have to make sure venues booked talents booked because yep. talent does get booked out kind yeah. of far away yep. away yep. um 
one of the last things we ever book is music because yeah. usually bands are pretty flexible, flexible. on sure. that. And then we also kind of get the I mean, bands are kind of here and gone a lot of the times too in the sense of locally like who's even doing something or who's yeah. where. So mm-hmm. we usually try to wait till about this time to start looking for yeah. bands. Are okay. you finding sure. like like the like a good balance between you know doing lesson plans and then going into into doing this planning like <laughs> Yeah. That, does, that, does that work or like yeah. are there nights well, committed to one or the other? So okay, so I was an electrician by trade mm-hmm. for okay. a long time. And um then when I the recession hit in like I sometime in two thousand two thousand eight yeah, yeah. two thousand eight ish yeah. I was like oh, I just don't want to do this anymore yeah and, and it's it just there's a lot of back breaking work I always felt yeah um, but I loved going and helping at my son's school and I was a horrible student let me I'll just say that right away like I was <laughs> I love when terrible that it's like yeah. my I was story. I was horrible but I was horrible I think because I didn't get pushed by my parents yeah okay and I don't hold that against them it was the 1980s latchkey yeah. kids yeah, it's like you, it's, it is what it as is as long as you came home at night you were good you it were was great and right yeah. and I have no like animosity or there's no bitterness about that it's just like I just if if my parents let me go out and skateboard with my friends I was skateboarding with my friends yeah, yeah. Just, it is what Slay it is it's what yeah. I, you know just yeah. what you know grades what, who cares right right so, um, but realizing I enjoyed watching my sons at school and also realizing that I enjoyed that my sons or, uh, or I enjoyed helping them push them in the right path towards like, Hey, this is why learning is important. Mm-hmm. I really yeah. appreciated that. And then a big thing that took over in my life was I didn't want to make anybody else money. Yeah. And when you're working in the trades, which is a great, I mean, it's all great professions and awesome stuff, but I'm just the kind of guy where like, when I'm working for a you know a company mm-hmm. and I know they're billing me at ninety five dollars an hour and I'm only getting twenty five dollars an hour, right. I'm like yeah. immediately you you're can't like, kick me up to thirty. Like yeah. you're making six. Yeah, you get. I mean, I get it's it. It's difficult to comprehend that though. I mean, that's that's. And it's so you know, and so I started thinking about that, and that was difficult for me. Like kind sure. of like, well, mm-hmm. you know, I enjoy. So I enjoy being with my sons, or I enjoy teaching, or I like. I like performing. Teaching is performing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. it's it's stand-up. To me, it's stand-up comedy for eight hours a day. Yeah. Because right. yeah. it's, it's like, a couple, I'm... A couple of hours problems. I'm hooking the kids in with yeah. stuff, like, trying yeah, to make it fun and yeah. make it enjoyable and, and all that. But at the end of the day, it's like, I love... I do love teaching the kids. I love do making those connections. Um, but I also am glad that, like, I'm literally... Like, no one's get, making money off of the work that mm-hmm. I'm doing in the right. sense of, like, I'm not, like, swinging a hammer or lifting uh, 50 pound, you know, 50 yeah. pound bags of cement. Yeah. They're not profiting. Right, right. They're not profiting off of something that I've done. And so like, mm-hmm. I can sleep good at night knowing that yeah. like, that's my piece for work. For sure. So. That's cool. What is harder to, to talk to a locker room full of wrestlers or a classroom full of kids? Wrestlers are very, it's like, um, <laughs> wrestlers can be tough and I don't mean tough. Like they're not even tough guys. A lot of them are very emotional. They take it. They take to heart. They I take it think. to heart. They're also, but they're you know, but but is again, there's so much at fun. All on any of them? Like it, it, that's the funny one where there is ego, but there is ego that they try to hide. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm not sure. I understand why we should be doing this. I'm like just do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like this is just like trust me. Yeah, yeah. and this is so. There's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Students, you know. I don't have any problem with students because even though I'm 48, I feel like I'm 12. So yeah. sometimes I feel like that's the sham. Like I feel like I'm in there mm-hmm. just as screwball as they are. And I teach well, – I was teaching fifth grade and I'm going to be teaching fourth. There's also that level of like they're 10 and 11 years old. They're not smarter than me. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> so even like let's say we're, I get a um, 
a fact wrong on something. I don't whatever. Like I, like this year, I was off by two days on talking about when Hands Across America happened. Okay, these kids aren't fact checking. Yeah, yeah. I could just say it yeah. happened today. Tw- yeah. It was like our yeah. writing prompt, and I forgot to change our the the date yeah. on the writing prompt. Yeah. And it was like two. Yeah, like so. It's those leeway type yeah, situations. Sense. Sure. And then, the, yeah, so I think that's yeah. always like a big one where you can just kind of be like, yeah, I mean, totally. and I, I don't, I've never like fully BS'd something, but right. like, but there are some stuff where they'll be like, how do you think? They'll be like, why did they do this, Mr. Gilke? And I'll be like, probably because of this, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, like okay. sure. because yeah. of, yeah, you can always kind of. Yeah. I like your idea too of you know, like like you're you know you still have like that twelve year old you know and I mean when I when I'm speaking like I'm still that goofy sixteen year old kid I was and like that's who I'm speaking to right and I can be that on stage and right. so right. there's always been like a natural fit and like I don't they don't feel like I'm talking down to them or right. I'm sure you just have like a good connection in that sense because right. you don't take yourself that seriously right either. absolutely it's way more absolutely. fun that way and yeah. I uh, I do a lot like. I do the stuff that like if a kid so if I'm asking for somebody to answer a question and. You know, and again, and we're really rocking and rolling the class and answers are coming fast and furious and things are going great. Mm-hmm. And then I'll ask somebody a question and they'll get it wrong. Like I'll like pretend I get uh, stabbed with like a someone shot me with, in a, with an arrow and I'll like fall on the floor. <laughs> okay. And then everyone laughs. And then I just lay down there and I'll teach like two minutes of the lesson. Oh, and they're like, awesome. you got to bring me back to life. No, I'm like, I'm like, you got to bring me back to life now. Answer this next, you know, and it's yeah. like, so I just make it like. And That's I always great. think, like, how many of these kids have teachers that are doing that, making that connection, yeah, making yeah. it fun or trying to yeah, do that, right. you know, or just trying to do things to, like, liven up their day a little bit. That's awesome. But also walking that fine line that I'm not doing something so ridiculous that they're going to go home and be like, Mr. Gilke, you know, yeah, fell over today. Yeah, Mr. Gilke yeah. jumped over a desk and kicked a kid in the face. And right. that, that never happened, but I'm just well, saying, that's but like, move, though. right, that's exactly, <laughs> that's my finisher. Yeah. Uh, but it is very much like, but you know, you like, you want to make it as well, like, and, and perfect example of that is last year I said, um, I, I had a very sensitive girl in my class. She was very sensitive to everybody else's emotions sure. and feelings. What awesome. I'm glad. But then I get a call from the mom, and the mom's like, "Hey, you know, this she, is happening." She, she said that you told a kid you were going to throw him out the window today if he didn't answer the question right. <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, I said that." But yeah. if you really think I was like in their face with like, if you don't answer this question right, I'm throwing it. I was literally like, "All right, this is the big moment. Yeah. If you get this right, yeah, you know, like you're gonna save the, you you're gonna save the class. Yeah. You know, the delivery but if, is. But everything. if you don't." I might have to throw you out the window. Yeah. Like it's just that, you yeah. know, but she's, and she's like, well, I thought that the, the mom's like, well, my daughter thought that that boy th- uh, was, took it serious. And I'm like, so like, this is so, so there's stuff like that that you yeah. have to kind of circumvent and like, kind of be like, totally. all right. Sure. And when you meet the parents and you express that to them, like, Hey, I joke around. I have fun with the students. Um, that like, usually helps, I'm sure. You know, I, and I, and they when they meet me, they're like, "Oh, I get it, I right, get it. right?" You know, I get what you're, I get yeah. where you're going after, for sure. So it's fun. Do any of the kids know about the side hustle at all? So the side inter- business. Interestingly enough, um, most they don't at the start of the year. Okay, but then when they get their school issued Chromebooks and everybody wants to start googling my name, oh yeah, so um, they find out, yeah. And then they're like, "What's this? Yeah, Why is th-? I mean, there's a video of me on YouTube singing um, Hello Milwaukee,' like the old Channel Twelve song. Yep. So like, they're like, "Why are you doing that?" And I'm like, "Can we stop? Please, just stop." Yeah, I, I like, I get you know, and and I have to talk to them. The other one that's really funny though is like the one that pops up more than the wrestling thing is. Uh, Andy, 
who uh, works with the Bucks sometimes on promotional things mm-hmm. uh, back in mm, – I'm trying to think. I mean, it was many years ago, maybe 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even that far back. Uh, he recorded a version of Light It Up. And oh, I yep. was the guy that rapped on it. Oh, nice. So on Milwaukee did an article that called me local rapper. I'm not, I'm not even. <laughs> wait, so wait. so you did the the rap in the one of them. One, one of, of the, the versions okay. that's out there. One of the versions that's out there. But okay. if you if you Google search Jay Gilke Milwaukee Bucks, the article comes up. Sure, fantastic. And okay. it says big time Bucks fan and local cool. rapper. Right. And so my kids see that and yeah. are like, what? Like yeah. someone, yeah, Jay so, Mathers, right, right, yeah. right, right, right. I was like, I'm a local rapper. What can I <laughs> yeah. say? So like that, I think is more like yeah. interesting to them. Yeah. Um. But like, uh, wrestling's in a weird spot right now. I think wrestling is appealing to people in their upper teens through twenties and thirties. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and and that's and when I say that I mean, uh, mo- like the AEWs and the other like the more. I mean, more internet savvy. It, it, man, fans. more internet the savvy. Older, yeah, yeah. Totally. WWE is going to get your young kids. Yep. And so, because the WWE's production is so amazing and ridiculous, anything that I showed them from ours in our production, they're just kind of like, okay, circus man. But yeah, you know what I mean? Circus. So it's not. They're just kind of. And it's, do you know John Cena? <laughs> and it's like, no, I don't know John Cena. Know. And if I. Yeah. As long, oh, oh, and it, right. I can't yeah, see him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but, uh, but it's like. And I'm fine with that. Okay. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, things that help us out or help me out because wrestling is a CD business. Wrestling was is built out of the carny out system. of the carny yeah. system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of crazy stuff that you hear about happening behind the scenes. People aren't always on the up and up. There's, I mean, it can get shady and all that yep. stuff. Yeah. And so um, we have tried to do things like uh, Taco Fest. Or we did wrestling in the Milwaukee Public Library. Oh, very um, cool. So uh, that we worked with Milwaukee Public Library, and they closed down their Mitchell Street branch for a night. Or it was open. Yeah. Uh, so like people could check out books, and we had a wrestling ring in there, and had like five wrestling That's matches. So cool. <laughs> and no we did. Place. It was great, and yeah. it's like, and if online someone did an article somewhere in the United States, I don't know where, where they said like weirdest wrestling shows, and we were number one yeah, for being. Yeah, That's absolutely. Awesome. That's yeah. So right. Yeah, so like, but, stuff like that. but you know what? But if like my principal or administration or somebody were to ever question me. Yeah. I would just push them back. Hey, not only did we perform in the Milwaukee Public Library, they actually did like a presentation and took this to like the big library, public libraries of America yeah. like, conference oh, awesome. and did a presentation using this as an example of why mm-hmm. it was cool. Right. And we got asked by other libraries to do it. So like, yeah. So while there is the level of, you know, that kind of seediness or like grunginess or just like whatever it would be trashiness. Yeah. We can try to try transcend that by doing things that lift and, you know, lift us above that. For awesome. sure. Very so, cool. So, yeah. And it's, I've been trying to keep it, um, like I'm switching schools. That's another thing too. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm going from a low socioeconomic school district, which I really like teaching at. Yeah. Um, but now I'm headed to one that's actually in the suburbs. Okay. Um, and I'm going to be I, – I told my wife, like, this year I'm going to be, like, Batman. I'm going to be long sleeve shirts, hiding my tattoos. Yeah. I'm going to be like, what would you do this weekend? It's not going to be like, oh, I was hanging out backstage yeah. at the WWE show. Right, here. Right. Or like, oh, I was doing this. It's just going to be like, I had a nice weekend at home. Thank it you very yeah. much. Relaxing. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to just play it as straight as possible. Okay. And, um, and just just for fun. 
Not yeah. like I'm not worried about anything, but sure. I'm just gonna try right. it for fun. Yeah, because yeah. I am always curious to see like when do they start catching on? When do they? And, when do they start googling? Right. How many of those sure. teachers in the new school have stalked me now and googled me on they, Facebook? They or, or how whatever. many have been to your show and oh, been that, like, "Hey, that's the guy." Wouldn't that be yeah. amazing? Wouldn't yeah, that, oh, that happened to my sons though. Really? Yeah, like my son once wore a shirt to school, and the teacher was like. You're too young to go to that show. I was there last night or whatever. Oh, my gosh. son's like, I was there too. I was up in the balcony. Yeah. My dad, does, you know, so like, skybox. Yeah. yeah, so it's pretty cool. So, Very cool. Yeah. Um, real quick on the way out, where do you see Mondo Luch going from here? What do you want to keep? What do you want to keep going Boy, forward with it? Every year we say it's the last year, just because. I mean, how? Uh, every year we say it's the last year, and then there's a new milestone around the corner. Like <laughs> next year will be 15 years. Wow. Right. That's yeah. So. Um, we're like, okay, well, we can't. This can't be the last year. We've got to do at least fifteen. Yeah. And then it's like, well, is fifteen a dumb number to stop at? Should do we stop 20? at twenty? Yeah. Should we go to twenty? Yeah. Um, if I had my druthers, it would. I get. I'm guessing twenty would probably be our stopping point. Okay. Um, until you, until you <laughs> talk to me 25. until we hit yeah. twenty. Thirty sounds great too. So right. Yeah. No, it also yeah, but it's like, but then it, like you think about the portion of your life that's spent kind of going through and, and like the time it takes and like, and I want my years to slow down a little bit. Sometimes it gets that, you know, the, the speed. Um, so like I see us doing it definitely for a while longer. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's not even that it's hard anymore. It's, it's turnkey at this point, but you just, as like, when ideas start to falter, ideas slip, or what mm-hmm. do you do? And then local bands, or how do you find what's like? Sometimes the pieces just aren't there. Yeah, and yeah. You don't know, you know, yeah. and you don't yeah. know what to do. Yeah. So, do you feel like you're, you're? Do you still have the same passion for for the work? And like, the passion wanes, and uh, yeah. we do the show. The show ends, and I don't want to think about it for like three or four yeah. months. That's usually when you kind of feel like, and then yeah, I feel good because I don't have anything on the plate at yeah. that point. Yeah. Um, but do, I I do like it, right? But I you mean, always like yeah. it. Yeah. You like Once you're there it. and you're into it, yeah. like we've got a show in two weeks for Weird Fest, and as much as I'm kind of like, oh, gotta you're do also, a show. Yeah. I'm also like, oh, it'll be good to see the guys. And sure. then once I see the guys. Than that, then we'll when see you're them in again. it, yeah. you're back in it. Kind of yeah, I get that. And uh, and um, time. You just like I say, you think about time. A lot of these guys now we've known for 15 mm-hmm. years. Yeah. When they were in their early twenties, right, and now they're getting up there yeah. in age, and you kind of start going like, "Wow, like you're gonna yeah, need we're son not of young. space monkey, right, 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 right." So it's he's wheelchair monkey, yeah, yeah right, yeah. exactly, yeah. So there's like always just kind of things like that mm-hmm. we think about and For how sure. to do it, and then how do you, yeah, how do you keep it fresh? Exactly. Yeah, but I think as long as there's always a turnover of of a crowd, yeah, that's that's um, a big part. And uh, funny thing I, with you, uh, Alan. So you said like last year, and you're probably to you is just a one-off thing. You said it, but I'll never forget it. It was like waking up that next morning after the show, and then just like all of a sudden you see something says, "Oh, Mondo Lucha, Lucha is a Milwaukee treasure." That was what oh, you yeah. wrote. Yeah, and I was like, that's the kind of stuff where I'm just like, oh yeah, like that's why I do this. Well, it that's is it. something that that's definitely it. only happens in a number of places. It's here, right? Like you said there's the Lucha Vavum out west, right. but like. It, the culture of what you've done is like, it's kind of like this in the know thing. Like if you, you don't know what it is, you're not going to know. Right. But if you go to it and you see it, you're immediately like, like I'm I coming back every year. Well, like I you don't know, know I mean? anybody that's been disappointed. Like yeah. I don't know anyone right. that's ever walked home and like, that was the, I had yeah. one guy that said it was too loud. 
<laughs> but or like yeah, or I had yeah. a guy that complained there was too many people but i'm like oh i'm so, like i don't know it was how too I'm, popular it yeah, was right, right you know right. and i'm like and I, I said i don't know how to like i don't know yeah. how to help that situation yeah there's like a best kept secret element to it mm-hmm. i think that you right. have which is very cool which unfortunately though can i say best <laughs> kept like sometimes being a best kept secret sucks because i can't tell you how many times i've been wearing mondo stuff and someone's like hey are you going this year and i'm like i'm the guy that talks yeah, <laughs> i'm the guy I'm, in the ring i'm the guy in the ring at the end of it. <laughs> you Absolutely. know i guess i'll see you there yeah, yeah right so it's like there's like some of that or like yeah. i once uh i went and um we were at something at the riverside and i was wearing my mondo sweatshirt and someone proceeded to tell me all about it oh. and you don't want to be the jerk yeah, to be like, like that's literally me yeah that's like yeah thing. thank you it's like that sounds it sounds exciting yeah, yeah maybe I'll be you know, yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah. did, you get, did you get your tickets <laughs> yeah, can you tell right. me what was like yeah so like so there's a little bit that's, of that really which funny. is like yeah. but you know what but I, I'm i not the per- I, like the, I, as long as they can be like that monkey was super funny or that's, yeah. that you know the guy with the, the the chain that came out or the big guy that's 500 pounds came out whatever right. if they can if they can grab something and run with it then that's what makes me happy totally for sure and I, I've invited my teachers just so you know like I okay. have I've had teachers and administration come to see the show. So that's good. Which is cool. We can support you and what you Yeah, so that's cool. So it's like I don't keep it a total secret, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it is definitely you just want to make sure that you're not like too like wide open with what's going on. Right. And then you get a janitor that wants to talk to you about wrestling all the time after that. (laughs) And then it's like and he thinks it's real sometimes. Yeah. Which is I gotta get to study hall. Right, right. right. Which is kind of like they I gotta get these things. But that is, and I'm sorry, I just want one more thing I just want to say that I think is really kind of crazy. And this is why I think the spectacle works. And mm-hmm. this is the, the whole thing. And this is why even in like personal life, tying it to school where they don't understand it or they're kind of confused by it. And so we, they don't push it is because if you think about forms of entertainment out there, if we went and saw a movie together right now, we don't walk out of the theater and you don't say to me, well, you know, that was fake, right? You know, you know, Thanos didn't really snap his fingers. Right. Right. But I guarantee you somebody leaving Turner hall that night, somebody that sees us at weird fest or taco fest leans over to their friend and says, well, you know, it's all fake, right? (laughs) So what that tells me at some point we did a good enough job suspending disbelief. Yeah, yeah. They have to like that. They have to justify with yeah. themselves. They, in there. they, have, they to have to rationalize, yeah. and they have to tell someone. Yeah. I I know this is fake. Yeah, I that's know so it's true. fake, <laughs> and so that's what makes this great because the mystery of that, even though it's still it's not so much anymore, but it's still there. Yeah, the mystery is there, and then the school element of it. Te- other teachers wow are those guys mean backstage right. oh yeah yeah. i can't how hurt was anyone taken to the hospital yeah <laughs> you, you know what i'm saying like exactly. so there's a level of like and they're kind of like whoa that's really cool it's also super weird we stepped foot into your world for a second but i think we like it over on this yeah, side right. yeah and then everything's good that's the goal and that's kind the of, goal that's great. right very right. cool well, in order to keep you not keep you a best kept secret, uh, it's Mondo Lucha on everything to follow at Mondo Lucha yes. on all the yes. social media. Yeah, uh, the website I'm sure is MondoLucha.com. Web, yeah, website sucks right now, guys. Just uh, no one go to the website. <laughs> it hasn't been updated. Social media instead. Yes, social. Yeah, stick to social media. That's where, it, like, again, that's where we do most of our our updating. Uh, show October 28th is the big one at Turner Hall. Yep. Um, that will be um, at this point.
point, I think only standing room tickets remain, maybe a few general admission that as we get closer to the show, it'll sell out like a month before. Yeah, most likely. So if anyone's interested in coming, it'll be awesome. I mean, it's we bust our butts to try to make sure it's like fun. And if you've never been to it, it will rock your world. It will absolutely rock your world. As somebody that's been there. Mark it down. Absolutely. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for doing that. And if you do want to check out this show, if this is your first time listening, thank you. Uh, you can find us anywhere that you get your podcasts. We are Hustling Sideways. You can subscribe. You can rate us five stars. It's the only uh, one you're contractually yeah. obligated to give us a five-star There's rating. There's no other so option, actually. No, so I know. Legally, well. you cannot yeah. do it. It's, yeah. so it we won't you. even let you do it in the app store. Correct. Um, so give us the five-star rating. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube as well. We're Hustling Sideways Everywhere. If you've got a side hustle of your own, you can hit us up. It's g- uh, hustlingsideways at gmail.com. At gmail. There you go. Gmail at gmail.com. Yes. <laughs> Probably works for somebody. I'm sure it does. We yeah. should reserve that if yes. we didn't. Hustlingsideways at gmail.com is the one. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Jay and Jim. Keep on hustling. See you next time.